Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Hello and welcome back. Every day I'm hustling. Welcome back to Run These Streets podcast. That is season two, episode one. Episode title here is 30 hours. Uh, uh, uh. All right. Welcome back. Like I said, um, it's been a little bit, but we are officially back to doing a lot of things and doing some new things. So I'm going to dive into that in today's episode. Um, first and foremost, running never stopped. Told you all back in the pandemic that running was not canceled, still was never canceled. So pandemic, no races, yada, yada, yada. I'm glad that we are finally making it out of this. Uh, not quite there yet, but we're getting there. We're just probably as far as we've ever been. And um, I'm happy that I made it throughout that whole time with no injuries, um, no major setbacks at all. So definitely blessed uh, to report that. But now we're on to bigger and better things, harder things, more challenging things, because if you're not pushing the envelope, really, you know, what's the point, right? So 30 hours. Let me dive into that. So it is July. It is July 2021. And I have completed a sprint triathlon since we've last talked. Uh, I've started swimming again, which I guess obvious if I've completed a sprint, but swimming and biking have become regulars into the training rotation to go along with running. Um, and I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot about triathlon, about my body, how to, how to make it all work really. And, um, Phil and Tim, my Ironman 70.3 Santa Cruz compadres, decided that we should join a challenge on Strava called 30 Hours. So what this challenge is, is 30 total hours of activity over the month. Sounds not that bad, right? 31 days. So you're, you know, a little less than an hour of activity every day. Uh, The good thing is that everything counts. So running, biking, cycling, yoga, walking, HIIT classes, weightlifting, everything counts towards this 30 hours. So it's really just a way to keep us going and and really push us into this um, final training period, which the race is September 12th. So um, for me, I like to have usually two months before is usually the biggest month I have going into a race. And I know that uh, for me to get to where I want to with my goals for this race, uh, July has to be big. So that's exactly what we're doing. So 30 hours, say is the 13th. I'm currently at like 13 hours, maybe 30 minutes or something like that. So right on pace for where uh, I need to be before, you know, about close to halfway into the month. So that part's going good. But let me dive into triathlon training in general. It's a lot. It is a lot. It's a lot of double days, a lot of longer activities, um, at least for the, the race distance I'm doing. So I'm doing a 70.3, which is a half Ironman, and that consists of a 1.2-mile swim, followed up by a 56-mile bike ride, and finishing this lovely race with a half marathon, which is 13.1 miles. And 
you know, hot takes, first thoughts. I, I would say for anyone going into triathlon, you have to be strong uh, or very confident at one of the three. And I'll dive into what I saw during my sprint triathlon to kind of reinforce that. But going, it, you can, I, I, I always tell people this, I am very confident that anyone can do a marathon. It one just depends on how sore you're going to be after and how bad you, you know, are willing to hurt essentially. And also how fast you want to go, right? If you want to do a 26 hour marathon, you know, walking a mile an hour, then uh, yeah, you'd be fine. But if you want to go three hour marathon and you know, you need to adjust your training and all that stuff. So I'm confident anyone can do a marathon straight up, no matter what the marathon is. What we're seeing in a triathlon, what I'm seeing, at least the half Ironman distance, I'm not confident that anyone can just walk up and do that. I, I would I would strongly recommend against that, actually. And there's time limits um, in this race to kind of prevent that from happening. But uh, first and foremost, you got to be able to swim competently. And for me, my goal with the swim, bike, and run is, you know, I have different levels of where I want to be going to the race. And I started off saying swim, during the swim, just don't die. And during the bike, just survive, maybe be a little better than average, and then finish strong with the run. As I get closer to the race, I'm now going, I'm feeling very competent in the water. Um, For the race, we're going to be in the ocean, which is different than being in a pool, but in the ocean, going out and then swimming around the pier, coming back into the shore. Um, So for the swim, I I just want to be, you know, about average um, and really... For me, it's it's uh, about being able to get the swim done and not use a lot of, for everyone, I guess, is not use a lot of your energy so that you still have it for the other legs. So the more swimming I do, the better I will be at that, the more efficient I will be. And then on the bike, the 56-mile bike ride, the goal is to be better than average on that. Um, and this is all, you know, for me and my goals and and the time that I want to finish this race in. Um, So to be better than average on the bike and then for the the run to really kind of finish strong. So my goal, putting it out there, is to go complete this race in less than six hours. And if you think of the math behind that, that's like a, you know, 45-ish minute swim um, and then the bike ride can take anywhere from two and a half to three hours, I guess. Uh, and then the run would be a uh, half marathon in less than two hours. I got to do the exact calculations, but you have to factor in transitions and all that stuff. It's a lot. I'm not trying to overwhelm you all. I'm just saying that triathlon is different and it takes a lot. So um, for any of you out there, I, I know a lot of people are, are – getting back into racing and and there's a lot more opportunities now and triathlons are popping up. Um, I would one challenge you to, to take it on, uh, but also advise that you should be uh, confident in one of the aspects. Um, So during my sprint triathlon, do a quick recap of that. It was in long beach. It was great. Uh, The Bayshore triathlon uh, group put it on and we, the, the swim, uh, you know, it was uh, 500 yards, so not that long. And I told myself again, just don't die. It was my first open water swim, uh, first swim, you know, 
in one open water, but not in the pool, right? So the difference is there that there's no lane lines to protect you against the waves coming off of other uh, swimmers. Uh, you can't see the bottom, right? It's pretty murky in there. Temperature is a lot different than a controlled pool. There's an actual tide pushing you one way or another. So big differences, but my goal was, all right, get in the water, survive, relax, and then get out and do work on the bike and the run. And uh, that's kind of exactly what happened. I, I, I was thinking about how do I compete and how do I stay on par with people who are really good swimmers. So my swim took like 11 minutes, I think. And some of the fastest swimmers completed that in like, you know, five and a half minutes. So um, coming out of the water is already a, a six minute gap, you know, from the leaders. But what I found is that at, at least in this race, the great swimmers um, or great bikers or great runners, it seemed like it just kind of reinforced that everyone should be, everyone is usually really confident in one thing. So, um, out of the water, I got on the bike, I was able to pass a few people, uh, felt good about that, felt pretty confident. And, and then getting on the run, I was, uh, you know, coming out of, off of the bike, my legs were a little tired, but, uh, overall felt really strong, really comfortable and was able to finish pretty strong. So, coming coming off that 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 bike ride was a uh sorry an eight mile bike ride and then a four mile run and the i was able to pass a lot of people on the run at the end people who got out of the water way before me and then people who maybe biked a little better than me but i was able to catch them um on the run and that kind of reinforced to me that like running for me is my strength and the ability to do it on tired legs and just the different experiences i've had really you know, running in December, running every day for the entire month, you know, running on tired legs. And then as you start triathlon training, a big thing is, is brick workouts, which is running after getting off the bike, biking after getting out of the pool, doing double days. You, you never really, what I've seen so far is that you're never really fresh as far as like, you know, you have your rest. I have a rest day that I build in, but like, I don't know, your legs are never a hundred percent on any given workout, if that makes sense. And the reason for that is that because when you do a triathlon in almost every triathlon, unless it's a special one, the run is last. So it doesn't really matter if you're good at running a half marathon on three days rest, you know, first thing in the morning. It's about how good are you at running after you've already been working for four hours, right? In this case, for the for Ironman, half Ironmans, because I'm going for six hours. So if I'm trying to run a sub two to end it, then that means I've already been working for four hours. So my training kind of prepared me for that, and I felt really good on the run. So trying to now parlay that into being successful on the half Ironman distance uh, is definitely more challenging, but um, it's it was really cool to to find an aha moment in the in the race that I probably wouldn't have seen in training because when you know if you're I never recommend comparing training stats with others, but when you're just surveying people that you know are doing triathlons and looking at their training splits and stats and all that stuff, it's it's easy to you know think, oh, well, I don't know how I'd stack up against that person because you don't know their conditions. You don't know are they tired? Did they train yesterday? Did, you know what was it? Is it hot? Are they indoor on the treadmill? Yada yada. So 
the race was a good opportunity to see that play out, um, which is, first of all, that being the first race in uh, 14 months. The last race I'd done, official in-person race I'd done before that was um, LA Marathon right before the pandemic. That was the last large uh, U.S. running event, U.S. event, I guess, in general uh, before the pandemic. So um, I'm very happy that racing got me um, back to that. So um, that was cool and super, super thankful to have done that. And now we're looking on to bigger and better things. So we're about two months out from Ironman Santa Cruz, two months. And in the beginning of it, it's hard to see it and really think like, oh, this is gonna, this is gonna happen. It's hard to wrap your brain around doing that when, like for me, when I first signed up, when me and Tim and uh, Phil signed up in December, we, I at least, couldn't even swim 50 yards consecutively. So that's, for my pool peeps, that's like, down and back in the pool. That was not a thing for me. Um, I would just get so freaking tired. And like, you know, when you think of how many yards, it's about 2,200, not being able to do 50 consecutively in a pool where you can hold on and rest, then thinking, oh, I'm going to do this in the ocean. Like it was just not even comprehensible, really. But as of last week, I swam that entire distance just to see what it felt like. And it now is starting to turn on in my head like this is going to happen. I mean, it was never a doubt that it was going to happen because I signed up for it. and I'm going to do it. That's, you know, not finishing it, not doing it is not an option. But like just the feel of it, putting it all together in, in your mind is a lot. And, and a lot of times I think no matter what goals anyone may have, sometimes we have these goals and, and you know, you don't sign up for something or don't commit to something because it sounds too daunting and I've you know I've done that before too uh, and it, you really have to just if you understand what it will take to do that so in my situation I understood okay if I'm going to do this race I'm going to have to start really getting serious about my time commitments scheduling myself throughout the day making sure that I'm you know taking care of stuff at home so I have the time or in and, and, and Make sure that, you know, food is prepped, sleeping well so I can get up early and run and bike and swim and all these things. Um, and once you have the game plan laid out, then it's just execution, right? And when I signed up in December, I didn't. I knew that I did not know how to swim well enough to compete the race, but I knew what had to happen, right? I knew, okay, I'm just going to have to get in the pool more. The more you do something, you just keep swimming um, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to work out. So, I would say to everyone out there, like no matter what you're trying to do, whether it be a marathon, a half marathon, a 5K, be able to bike for five hours, I don't know, go on some crazy hike, do Mount Everest, whatever, whatever you're doing, you don't have to have a perfect game plan going into it. You just have to have the steps and the ambition and the drive to do it. And when you do that, um, you can start to put it together, right? And again, like I referenced in the beginning with triathlon, I was super confident in the run. So I knew, all right, well, the run's not a problem for me. It's going to happen. I can get better at it. I will certainly learn how to run coming off of a bike ride, coming off of a swim. 
But I knew, okay, I just have to focus on swimming and biking. And I have this amount of time to do it before the race. So that being said, my point is do not let anything hold you back because anything is possible. Okay. So that's what I have found so far with triathlon. And obviously it's, it's challenging. I think relearning my, um, just like other things that have come along with it, relearning how much fuel my body needs, um, just caloric intake all day long. Uh, I usually, I want a 12 hour eating window. Just, just, it helps me sleep better. helps me get up and going. So usually it's like 9am is my first meal. And I'm done eating by 9 p.m. And I've had to adjust that because if I'm getting up early to run, it's not really ideal to run and then have nothing in your, if I'm done with my run by 7.30, not eat anything for another 90 minutes because of this window that I'm usually on um, is not ideal. So adjusting things with, with diet um, has been cool. Another thing is is learning how to fuel during um, an event or fuel during training. Uh, that's been something I think going into like swims, I've, I've practiced like, you know, eating something 45 minutes to 30 minutes before, because that's kind of what it's going to be like on race day. Um, and then eating stuff during the event and, and during training has been, uh, something to experiment with. So again, it's just a lot more complex than, um, just training for, just running, right? There's only so many things you have to do with running and you're adding in these different elements with triathlon and it's been really cool to, to figure out. So, um, yeah, it's, it's going well. Follow me on Strava if you're not already. Um, and then of course on Instagram, I have pretty much the most up-to-date things regarding my training schedule and all that stuff. So two months out from Ironman 70.3 Santa Cruz, and I cannot wait. Uh, it, it's gonna be. It's gonna be good. So, um, yeah. Other than triathlon, though, since we've talked, I got you know. I, I'm just trying to put together an actual race schedule. That the challenging thing for me now is that all the races are in the fall, which totally makes sense because of you know we're coming out of uh, a period of no races at all, and people didn't want to put their race in the beginning of the year because of uncertainty. So. Now, L.A. Marathon, Chicago Marathon, I'm not doing these next ones, but New York Marathon, um, the Super 6, Abbott Super, Super 6 Marathon, so London, uh, Berlin, Boston, all these marathons are in the fall, So it's which is usually not the case. Usually L.A. Marathon's earlier in the year, but uh, yeah, so my schedule so far is coming together quite nicely, and I haven't finalized it yet because i'm just trying to see where i'm sitting after this uh this huge triathlon but um i got iron man in september and then long beach will be like a virtual one because the real one's the same day as chicago marathon which i got into so i'm super pumped about that um and then la marathon so the three big ones that i got right now is iron man in september Chicago Marathon in October and LA Marathon in November. There's a couple of virtual races that'll go in between there, but that's where we're going to sit at for now. Um, and then looking into 2022, um, probably going to take on a full Ironman, which is quite the 
quite the take. But again, my brain, my brain doesn't have to be there yet. I don't need to be able to chew it all at once. Um, but knowing that I'm going to finish this half Ironman and I'm going to enjoy it and this that feeling of crossing the finish line, I know myself it's only going to fuel me to want more. So that'll be somewhere in there, and uh, then we'll start to fill out that next year's schedule. But, um, yeah, I'm happy to be back on the pod, get some regular episodes in here, um, just kind of updating training, racing, and all that stuff. As I've promised in the entire uh, – that's, you know, that's kind of what the promise was going from the beginning, but we are back and uh, things will get more consistent for sure. So, but yeah, that is, that is it, y'all. That's all I got. Just a quick update, you know, talk about where I am and um, see where we're going with this. This is a, a new era. The triathlon era is here. I always knew that once I started doing marathons and got confident, I always knew that triathlons would probably come. Um, I didn't imagine half Ironman or Ironman being the ones to do it, but you know what? That's what we're going to do. Not completing it is not an option, personally. And, uh, you know, to hit my goal of sub six hours, I think is attainable and doable. Just got to put in the work, you know? So that's what we're going to do. Put in the work and I'll keep doing that. And I will talk to y'all soon. Run These Streets Podcast. I'm your host again, Chris Spells, and I will talk to you later.